this next performer, he was uh, the pioneer of native comedy in, in our world and in our book. So uh, yeah. it, was an, it was a great honor to play with him up in Page, Arizona. And we just we totally tore it out. And we thank him for, for paving letting, the way. Let us open up for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's a, the great performer that he is. He is from the White Mountain Apache Reservation. He is married down there, but he originally comes from our, our land over there on that side. Our side, over here. <laughs> our side. Navajo land. He's a veteran of the Marine Corps and a man that doesn't need any introduction, man. Please give a warm welcome for Mr. Vincent Craig. Woo! Sounds like my auntie is here. In the early 1930s, the United States government got together in all their wisdom. They decided that they would pass what was called the Indian Compulsory Education Act. And all of a sudden, throughout the Indian country, many of the little boys and rounded up one by one, taken off to incredible places like Santa Fe Indian School. Shaspatoa Boarding School. Inner Mountain. Riverside. Shilako. And all these places had one thing in common is that they were suddenly charged with the responsibility of teaching little Indian kids how to speak English. But the tragedy of the whole thing is that despite all the trappings of home, trying to make it seemed like it was a good place to be. Many little children arrived at these boarding schools with just a little Libby's cardboard box tied with a string. Little boys with their grandmas and their grandpas being dropped off for the first time to have a taste of education. Little realizing that it'd be gone for about seven to eight months. This song is dedicated to all of you boarding school survivors. was the night before Christmas and all through dorm one nothing was stirring 
not even a mouse. And in the far corner of dorm one, on those old surplus military bunks that were marked with that famous acronym, B.I. On this night, there were just two boys left in the dorm. Henry and Edward. If you listen real closely, you could hear the sound of the bed springs making a sound every once in a while as a young child rolled over in those surplus military wool blankets that itched you all over. It made you think of the most terrible things crawling around in your bed. And all of a sudden, a young boy is heard to be crying. <laughs> and on the other side of the dorm is a good humanitarian by the name of Henry. Um, hey, Shabbati. Buddy. Shh. Are you okay? Shut up, leave me alone. Godly, buddy, what's wrong anyway? Grandpa didn't come this year and nobody came to pick me up. Come on, Edward, don't be like that. Come over here, come sit down on my bunk right here. I don't want to. My grandpa said he was gonna come and get me for a holiday. And now here I'm all alone with just you. Come on, Edward, come on over here, sit down. Let me tell you a story. A story? Yeah. Come here, buddy, come over here by this radiator right here. See, see right out there, way up there. Where? Right over there to the east. See that thing way up there? Oh, you mean that star? Yeah. You know what? Long time ago, there were these three wise guys. There were three wise guys and they were riding these horses that had weird bumps on their shoulders. Horses with bumps? Yeah, they call them camels over across the ocean. And these three wise guys, they got together and somebody told them long time ago that way over there to the east there's gonna be a big star. And it's going to shine really bright. Godly Henry is shining bright right now. Look at it. It's shining right down on the superintendent's house. Isn't that wow? But you know what? They said that long time ago across the ocean, 
far, far away from here. That's what my grandpa said. He said there was a place where there was going to be a little baby born. And there was this man named Joseph. You mean Joseph Benali? No, not Joseph Benali. He's, he's just a janitor. It's a different one. Anyway, Joseph and his wife named Mary. Not Mary, you know who. We're talking about this woman. She was very special. And they said that she was going to have a baby. And there was this real mean king. He was really mean. He said, everybody come over here. You're going to pay your taxes right now. You better pay or else you're going to be sorry. You mean they had the IRS then? No, no. Edward, you got to listen to me. Listen to the story. Okay, Henry, go ahead. And then they got on this little donkey and they went to a place called Bethlehem. What kind of ham? No, Bethlehem. It's not the kind of ham we get in the kitchen. It's a different kind. Anyway, over Bethlehem, there's a place and they tried to find a place to stay. They went all over town. They went to every motel and they knocked on the door and everybody said, go away, we're full. There's no more room in the inn, they kept telling them. Golly, they must have been in Albuquerque. Or maybe Gallup. No, no, this is far across the ocean. Anyway, they couldn't find no place to stay. Golly, Henry. That's really sad. You mean this woman was about to have a baby and nobody will open the door? Golly, that's how I was born too. You're bringing back really bad memories for me. This isn't about you, it's about something else. Let me share it with you, come on, shh. Anyway, they finally found this barn, just a barn, and they had this little box with straw in it, and that's where the little baby was born. Kindly, me too. You were born in a box, but this guy was different. It was special. It was a little baby, and you know what? They called him Jesus. It's sad. I heard about him. And these three wise guys, they were following the star and they were saying, it's way over there, that way. And they came to the manger and sure enough, there were all the cows and the sheep. They were all sitting around. Hey, me too, that happened to me too. No, this is different and way out there in the fields, way out there in the fields. There were a lot of sheep herders, and they were sitting around. We try to get a Navajo man to be romantic, and you know, he always messes it up, huh? 
get a moonlit night with a wisp of cloud kind of shining through and he looks at the woman of his choice and you know anybody else will say honey but he always says um honey I really like you and I was wondering I, I wrote a poem for you and she says well read it Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and the breadth um, of real thick fried bread. <laughs> but this song is about a, um, a lady that um, very special in my life. My wife, she went off to school and came back with her degree and, and like I said, got elected. And the song is called how are you doing, visitor? How are you doing, lady? 
check out the candy bar and said, son, you're going up to jail. And the Navajo police, they came and took me away. I'll never see Rita no more. I'm sitting in the jailhouse, waiting for the day to get on back. Not home, it's horn. But I guess I'll always be here in Winter Rock, my friend. I never see Rita no more. Sing it loud. Just because of the our host. It's been a privilege being here with you this evening. We want to thank all of you for coming out this evening and supporting our Native brothers and sisters in the wake of the Hurricane Katrina. As may you heard earlier, these tribes are not recognized by the federal government, and I decided to wear my t-shirt as a protest. BIA reject, it says. <laughs> it says, will not conform to government policies refuses to lose his language he, so but um, as but it's your help uh, everybody here these entertainers this evening who've given up their time and everything that they sell here also this evening will be given to the victims of Katrina and our brothers and sisters over there so thank you so much and uh, have a good evening and God bless you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year <laughs>